Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. You darn right it is. It's the Beer Show here on Score North online. We are scorenorth.com and also available on the brand spanking new Score North mobile app for any one of your beautiful devices. My name is Chris Reavers. Mike Fratelloni. Uh, with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Normally he is here with us, uh, but uh, we had a bit of a scheduling issue, so uh, Tom is here uh, representing Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, our our, uh, partners for going on nearly seven years now. So let's... uh, I canceled all my meetings. Let's give a little peek behind the curtain. (laughs) So uh, those of you that are listening live to the show on Thursday night, thank you for joining us, but for those of you that are listening to the podcast, it doesn't matter. So I had a... I wanted to rework the schedule for the show because it's my beautiful bride's. Uh, I can't give the number out, can no, I? Yeah, but it's a birthday of significance for her on Thursday. So 21st. I said, I asked him, yeah, <laughs> don't we all wish? Uh, but I had asked you guys if it's okay if we reschedule to, to to come in a little bit ahead of time. And I'm I said whenever you guys can do it, I'll make I'll make happen. And you, of course, were very accommodating, Tom, along with our guests here. Mike said, no problem, let's do it. Then lets us know three hours before that he's double booked. <laughs> Because that's how Mike Fratelloni rolls. Of course, we're kidding because we love Mike. He but, rolls with like the half, the next four hours on his on his calendar. Right. Comes up. Ooh. Anyway, so uh, thanks to you and thanks to our guests for accommodating uh, my, my schedule. It's truly, truly appreciated. So uh, we're right smack dab in the middle uh, of a busy beer season right now, yeah. Tom. And one of my favorites because I love fall beers. Uh, they're one of my favorites. And I know they are for you, too. Yeah. I mean, our guests today, Eric and John from... Uda Pills, look at that, did it pretty well. Uh, brewing here in Minneapolis. Uh, especially excited to have them on to talk about Receptional. Receptional? Receptional. Uh, their Fest beer. Uh, you know, this time of year with Oktoberfest, just so many great beers. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I say, oh, this is my favorite Oktoberfest quite a bit. I have a few. I like Summits, I like Shells. Um, the Sierra one is pretty good this year. Yeah, we had Bitburger. Yeah, yeah, we had Bells on a couple of weeks ago. They have a pretty solid Oktoberfest. Nice. Yeah, yeah, there's there's so many of them are so good. It's a short period of time. Now this week the sun is out and you kind of getting the best of both worlds here, where mm-hmm. you can kind of be outside and you know maybe you're raking some leaves or whatever and have these great beers that are just you know that short period. Um, but it's a lot of fun to have these guys on. I was saying off the air. Um, this is the beer that we had at my brother's wedding. Uh, and it went uh, over super well. A lot of non-craft drinkers really enjoyed this, and I think that it 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 showcases a lot of uh, interesting things about the the brewery and and kind of how they choose to represent this style. So maybe I'll have Eric talk about a little bit about the conception of this beer and and how they go about brewing it. Sure. So receptional, um, we call it a German style fest beer, and fest beer versus Märzen, right? Um, 
this is kind of on the lighter side. Sure. Um, still 5.9% ABV. So how, I mean, is that like the Wiesen versus Meritzen? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Fest beers, you know, Fest beer, you can you could use the term and have like my fest mm-hmm. or other seasonal type fest beers. Sure. Um, but uh, when you see the Wiesen or Oktoberfest beer, right, that's different than than Meritzen. Okay. Right. So Oktoberfest beer, um, fest beer, right. That's what they're serving in the tents in Munich, uh, starting on right the sixteenth. Is that yeah today? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Oktoberfest is starting. Or uh, three days ago, or, depending yeah. on when you're listening. Uh, yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know where we That's are. That's all right. It's a little radio <laughs> trick. So let me ask you, uh, when you're when you're dealing with a beer, especially a seasonal beer that you know is going to be pretty popular, how how, how does the, 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 the algorithm work out where you need to produce you know X amount for X amount of time just because I know an Oktoberfest-style beer or October beers in general are, are very popular. I, you know, I, I get that. But you know that you can't keep having it on the shelves anywhere past, you know, Halloween. Right. So we have to make a, a pretty good guess of how much volume we're going to sell. Is it the most difficult beer to plan out or that, that that seasonal style of beer? I mean, definitely after October 31st and maybe even sooner, people sure. are no longer interested in Oktoberfest. Right. Um, so... Well, what was it, last year or two years ago that this beer came out? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. I think the plan was they made some, sold all of it, right? Like right away, the first year, I think it like sold out pretty quick. I think we did draft only the first year. Oh, um, that's what it was. Okay. 50, we did a 50-barrel batch, right? So that's one batch of beer for us. And then the the next year, um, we canned and kegged it, um, but, you know... Yeah. Hey, super limited. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we have enough for our own Oktoberfest right. at the brewery on draft, and then and then this year um, decided to increase that amount. Nice. Uh, you know, and it's going back substantially, and t- right? But it's still going back and forth with uh, John and the sales team about okay, what's uh, what works for the brewery and what will work for sales without without leaving too much on on the yeah, shelves. It's a delicate balance for sure. Yep. Uh, but we're seeing this beer do really well. Like I said, uh, last year when we first got our hands on the cans, we went through everything that we could get our hands on. And then um, this year we've been able to have it for a few weeks now, and it's selling really well. And like I said, you know, it's an easy one to kind of tell the story of it. It's really set up to kind of talk about the the wedding with Teresa and Ludwig. Ludwig. Right? And, yeah. uh, and, you know, so I think that comes through. This is a celebration, you know, and it is an Oktoberfest, but, you know, just kind of getting away from necessarily that term kind of maybe allows you to have a couple extra weeks on either end to sure. enjoy this beer. And I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's not so much about the month that I'm drinking a beer. It's it's kind of the feeling and, you know, the, the season, the, the weather, those those are the factors really. So, you know, if, it, if we have a nice long fall, this beer is going to be drinking great. All that, you know, all that time. For certain. So you guys are, are kind of known for having that German style, you know, at your brewery throughout. And, and, and I remember, you know, back when, way back when, you guys were kind of a concept. Then all of a sudden we're seeing everything happen to fruition. Are you seeing people either, you know, whether they're looking for you online or coming into the tap room that actively sought you out strictly because of the German heritage and the German kind of flavor uh, for your beer at Udapils? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's sort of maybe the older demographic is experiencing something that they've long enjoyed, and 
the younger demographic is experiencing something that's new to them, as classic as these styles may be. Yeah, and because I, I know for, for me... I was kind of indoctrinated just because of this show with with German style of beer. I was one of the I was one of those beer drinkers before I started doing the show. But I but I can tell that you know everyone has their trends whether they're going to elevated to, to seek out a specific style and a specific flavor. And I have to imagine, given the demographic of this market, this state, and especially the Twin Cities, that there's a lot of people that live here that have these kind of roots in them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I do want to know about the tap room itself because you were mentioning that earlier. I, I was there with some friends. This would be probably late Aprilish uh, because once my personal baseball season starts, I pretty much have no life until about right now. <laughs> um, but I remember being there. It was either a Thursday or Friday night. It was absolutely packed. But now I found out you were telling me before the show started that now the backyard is complete. So uh, walk us because you guys are technically considered Golden Valley, correct? No, that, no, we're Minneapolis. You are Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay, that's what I wanted. To, I wanted to find that out first. But are, are are you seeing that just everything about the the space is just really doing well with the neighborhood? And because, like I said, I've I've been to your place maybe half a dozen times, and it's never not been packed. So kudos to you guys. Thanks. Yeah, um, definitely, we do really well with the neighborhood. Um, you know, we're technically in Harrison, um, but we're right on the edge of Bryn Mawr. So if you, if you go into the new beer garden, uh, the brewery is nestled right along Bassett Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're out there, uh, we've got, you know, German style beer garden tables. Uh, there's a cool fire pit. Um, what else? It's dog friendly, but it's like you are surrounded by park. So we have the, the creek we're adjacent to. I mean, you're just sitting there looking at it. It's beautiful. There's cranes and all sorts of other waterfowl and every now and then a bald eagle or something. Oh, cool. Um, we had a bunch of snapping turtles trying to lay eggs um, (laughs) in the beer garden. Uh, yeah, this year it was kind of, that was a new thing we hadn't seen before. It's like Um, the sea turtles. You got to put like a ropes around them. Do not not disturb. disturb. (laughs) Um, yeah, don't disturb the snapping turtles, but, uh, no, um, it's it's great. There's a I mean there's a kickball park right next to us, so three ball fields, and then across there's another creek and another park that that's in Bryn Mawr, and then, and then you get the, the right wild, there wildflower. Oh the, yeah, Eloise Butler wildflower yeah, I garden. Mean, that's a hidden I mean, gem. That's, I'm unfamiliar. That's right there in Theodore Worth Park. So okay. we're we're adjacent to Theodore Worth Park, and uh, it's the biggest park in the Minneapolis park system. No, I'm, f- I'm familiar with Theodore Worth, but what was the wildflower? The Eloise Butler. Flower garden. Okay. Yeah, so that's in. That's it's in just that. like a yeah. path and just a bunch of wildflowers and just hiking and kind of outside that you just don't know is there. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, we're we're one mile-ish from Target Field, straight down Glenwood Avenue, but then we're in this serene park yeah. oasis. Yeah. It's like you can see downtown. I mean, you can see the IDS. Um from our beer garden. Well, and I remember too uh, when when Dan came in, and you know, we, we when they were talking about kind of the concept of everything that there was, they did a, they did their homework. There was a lot of research, and you know, they weren't they weren't just going to you know throw a dart at the wall. Like they they specifically, I remember targeted that area, but just because they they did their homework, and I think that's really paying off. Because like I was mentioning earlier, it's 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 cool to see because I always equate you guys to that last kind of cool spot before you get to downtown that has the free parking that is accessible, but which I think is really, really important, especially c- considering the fact that you guys do have that neighborhood pub feel to you. So kudos. Yeah. That's, I, I, I love you. that part of it. 
Anyway, um, Tom. Yes. The German style beer. Yes. I'm I'm curious from a retail standpoint. Are you seeing it? Because I, I always, you know, the, the craft beer boom that we've seen the last couple of years. But is the German style Oktoberfest in general, are we seeing that even explode on its own kind that of trajectory? kind of been the most popular uh, kind of German style. I mean, I, I say that as far as like a specialty, um, you know, you forget that, um, you know, like a Kolsch, for example, you know, even Pilsners, I mean, these are steeped in... Uh, um, heavy bison. I mean, all all the way through, just you know, very German. These these beers started in Germany, so, um, you know, those beers are very popular. But what I'm getting at, uh, is that you know the the Oktoberfest is one that people get a little bit more excited for. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you mentioned that they also do an alt, which is uh, kind of a unique style and also German. But I don't know I, what that is. Explain yeah, that. So I have, well, I'll have Eric do that specifically, sure. but I have like customers that are like, oh, do you got any alts? I'm like, yeah, I got one. And <laughs> there's just these niche people that are just go crazy for it. It's a great beer, but like you just can't get it anywhere out. I mean, there's a few, but like it's, they're hard to come by. And these people are just adamant and they're, they're definitely like so excited to see like a new version come you know because they're they're like importing them or they're like trying they have to seek them out you know at places like elevated but um why don't you tell us what like an alt is yeah actually, alt, for people alt, it's definitely kind of interesting you say that i mean we make our alt beer year round and we call it uda pills alt 1848 that's uh year-round beer and yeah, you, I see other breweries doing them uh, seasonally, yeah. or sometimes they'll just say amber ale, but maybe their intent was was an alt style beer. But we call ours uh, Dusseldorf style alt beer. So yeah, alt beer is a style from the city of Dusseldorf in Germany. So much okay. like Kolsch is from the city of Cologne or Cologne, uh, Dusseldorf is right across, you know, the river. Basically, and well, they're like, they're, they're rivals, beer. you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like don't order Alton Cole and don't order Kolsch in Dusseldorf. Yeah, it's you know Minneapolis St. Paul. You know you can understand it, yeah, right? Cool. Like I'm not driving there, <laughs> having their stink beer, right? So this was basically this this was created to just basically combat that neighboring city. No, I mean that's that's not the case. You oh, know, that's okay. not it's just That's what developed over time. You know, time. that's exactly. That's what developed over time. Like that's just what's become known associated with with their city. So what specifically is the difference then? Um well they're totally different. I mean if you pour ours so Kolsch will actually kind of look like a like a pilsner, you know, it's a light blonde um ale, right? And mm-hmm. then alt beer. I mean we're talking dark amber Malty, a little multi, bit multi. Okay. Yeah. So our, our alt beer, um, uh, the, I should say this, alt means German word for old. So it's the old way of, of brewing. So before lagers, um, cold fermented beer became popular. Everything was essentially an ale. Um, so, right, warm or top fermented beers. And Kolsch and alt are both German ale styles that are then lagered so they're basically fermented at ale yeast strains that are fermented at cooler temperatures and then then they tend to lager them so they store them for maturation flavor development 
All right, so with German style of beers, I know when you when you go over there, when you go across the pond, and you if you want to take in your own, you know, <laughs> Oktoberfest, typically, and and correct any part of this that I'm either making up or just dead wrong on, but I know that in in some cases it's it's preferred to serve the beer at room temperature or, or warm or whatever. Which I if I, never, I did, I would vomit. I never had warm beer. <laughs> See, and, I, and I, I can't do that either. But do you get either people that are walk into the the tap room, or they they want that full German, you know, kind of flavor where they I, want I, it served at room temperature. I honestly, all the times, and I lived, I I studied abroad in Germany for a year. Okay, um, and then I've been back there other times. I've never had a room temperature beer. It's but am I making cold. that up? Is, is that <laughs> so? Is that done? I think um, maybe English style. Yeah. Ales, is that what right? I'm thinking? So like okay. cask beers, but you know, it's easy. I've heard it from other people too. German beers are warm. Well, maybe they're thinking of English beers. But even the English style ales, cask beer, that's at they call it cellar temperature, mm-hmm. and it's still cold. Um, but then it's you not get, out of the fridge or out of the cooler no. at, on well, ice. And I think you're kind of conflating a couple things, like English. That's what I do, Tom. By, <laughs> but also, kind of just a move away from like the frosty mug and the 33 degrees. Yeah, the mountains aren't so. turning blue. Ah, anyway, right? that's you know, what I'm screwing the, up. The Alps might be on the beer can, but they don't change color. So. <laughs> I knew I was probably making yeah. some part of that up. But it's, a, it's a fun urban legend that we yeah. like. The people, if they go with it, I'm like, great. You enjoyed your warm beers in Germany. I can't tell you any I, different. I but what? It, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think Bryn Mawr means big hill in like Welsh or something. Um, right? So we should put a big hill on it and make it change. Color. When the hill when the hill turns when green. Hill turns, yeah, that would be green, bad. It means it's spring. Yeah. Um, but I, but I am curious. Does that... T- t- it, are there, you know, because I know there are certain types of things that people enjoy that I, like for me, I can't. I just probably drinking a Stein in like a, you know, in the middle of summer in a beer garden and it takes them two hours to get through. <laughs> so the second half of it is. Oh, yeah, it could warm up. Um, <laughs> now, the if you ever see like the clay Steins, right? They're opaque, yeah. like the one you had this weekend. Um, those keep the light out so your beer doesn't yep. get skunky when it's taking you forever yeah. to drink a liter. But if you chill it first, so sometimes when you walk into a German beer hall or beer garden, you can rinse the the glass, the stein with cold water to to cool it down. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I got a couple of those actually just passed down with the kind of the metal top and they got all the kind of sculpture sure. like carving kind of type thing so yeah. it's that's clay generally yeah traditionally yeah like fired clay okay. um and the tops so that's called the decal okay and like the fancy ones yeah. you know i don't know i've never really seen people drinking out of those but you can get a wooden decal so you'll see that yeah and we actually sell them in the in the tap room but it's to keep bees out of your beer oh yeah when you're in the beer garden when you're sitting out there sure um to keep, well, keep stuff up from floating into your beer all right so do you want to know how just just how sick and demented that i can be in fact i have to have oh, yeah. it so cold like yesterday i'm watching the vikings game which was three hours of a waste of my time nope. i'm sorry sunday i was watching the vikings game which is three hours of a waste of my time but when i have the beer open i even leave it in the fridge and then when I'm ready to go back, and so I'll leave, you know, the beer uh, can rings on the shelf, on the glass shelf. And then, of course, my wife gets mad at me for doing that. But that's how cold I want my beer. Set it in there. It's I want a, it to stay in the fridge. For, yeah. See? Otherwise, it's going to be on the counter and get knocked over. That's a great segue. Udapils also does a Kolsch. Now, the new Kolsch, the Skolsch, the 
Skolsh. Skolsh. New Kolsh. Same as the old Kolsh. It's, it's exactly the same as the old yep, Kolsh. So the new, so Skolsh, it even says copacetic. So it's still copacetic, copacetic Kolsh. Kolsh. Um, and then, but, but now branded, you, branded for the, the home team. Gotcha. Have you, have you seen these out there yet? I, I don't think I have. Yeah. And maybe I have and I missed it. I'm branded sorry. Branded for the away team also. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> The Packers guy. That's okay. Yeah. Oh boy. That's okay. Well, it's too late to. Well, throw I want to hear about it. So it, it's. I do. No, want... they just have a skull like uh, Kolsch. Okay. Skull version. It's just. Uh, it's just uh, the new branding for their Kolsch, which is a great beer and perfect. Oh, look at that. Uh, perfect for Sundays, right? Yeah. So we kind of, you know, the can had this when it was copacetic. Uh, it was this tie-dyed pink and teal swirlies, and we're like, what if they were different colors? <laughs> <laughs> like purple and gold. <laughs> can we can we say that? We, well, we purple did, and we copper. Purple and a light copper. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But but it's a big deal. I mean, you know, you you guys talked when we were you know first discussing Sunday liquor sales. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in America. We want to watch our football. We want to drink a beer. That's what we do here. And it just it just makes sense, I guess, from a branding standpoint. That why not? Why not try to capitalize on what might very well be a mediocre season for my favorite team. Uh, but, is it uh, over already? No, it's not over. Well, it is with the quarterback, in my opinion. I, I, I kind of figured that. Um, oh but but it, it does. It, it just makes a terrible amount of sense because we drink a lot of beer during football season. At least one of us does anyway. Which is, Go ahead, Tom. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, we have all of the varieties on special this month to help you oh, cope, yes. yeah. cope with uh, your football team's Success or lack thereof. Uh, six ninety nine for Utapils four packs. It's a great deal. It's a screamer uh, all September, so you can come in and get Skolsh, Skolsh or Receptionale right now. Uh, we're also doing uh, some mug giveaways in White Bear Lake. Check that out. You can get a Utapils Stein if you buy a, a four pack. So that's pretty cool. It's about as big as your head. Yes, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how much beer you want to fit in. Oh there. yeah, just my head size. One sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can make that happen at yeah. the um, Hiawatha location as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah we should do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do that too. Um, so that's really cool. We have our our beer show tastings going on. So that's going to be Friday in Minneapolis, five to seven, and and Saturday from three to five. So you can taste all these different well different styles, these traditional styles, maybe that you know you're not as used to, and 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 see how you feel about them. I think you're going to be surprised. I think you know a lot of IPA heads or whatever. Um, you know when you have a really nice traditional style uh, fest beer like this, the balance comes through the 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 malt and and the yeast and and kind of that flavor um, just really hits a spot right now, especially. Um, during the years, I always, you know, again, I always say that, you know, it's just like, what are we feeling like right now? Let's keep it fresh and interesting. And, and these beers just taste, I mean, there's a reason they traditionally are made again and again during this time of year, um, from their, from their core, uh, you know, the original purpose, uh, to why they've been continued. I mean, it just makes sense. It works for this time of year. It's a transitional season and beer. And uh, I think, you know, again, a lot of people maybe that have been focused on the hoppiest IPA could not come and appreciate a, a balanced beer uh, with these Utapils brands. Uh, Eric and John are here with Utapils Brewing Company on the beer show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the core brands that you guys do have at Utapils, but also some of the brands that you guys have featured at the taproom right now. 
Sure. So, uh, obviously, we've already talked a little bit about uh, Receptional, our fest beer. Then uh, Pilsner. We have a Czech-style Pilsner called Pils. Um, I really like that's kind of one of my go-tos. My personal fave. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then Alt, 1848. Um, Copacetic Kolsch. Uh, right? Uh, so those are like the fate. Well, we got one more. Oh, yeah. Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> Ewald the Golden, uh, Bavarian style Hefeweizen. Um, another, that's really another one of my favorites. Well, and you got the uh, beer that, that you maybe thought you never were going to brew, the Tall Tales, right? Oh, yeah. Tall Tales. So it's an American style IPA, really traditional West Coast style um wait wait what? wait an ipa at Udapils? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're in choppy water now all of a sudden uh. <laughs> uh, you know i i ran into it we ran into it at our store it's just like you can only be asked to like carry something so many times or before you're just like i don't know if this was your experience <laughs> but it's just like there's a few things that we started out not carrying and we're just like okay Fine. <laughs> you know, we give well, uncle. Put, I'm going to put some over here, and that's where they are, and you guys can go get them, and please stop asking me. <laughs> but you were getting a lot of requests for that. No, no, no. I'm saying in general, in, there's some yeah. other things yeah. that you know maybe we thought we weren't going to do because we were going to focus on craft beer or whatever it may be, and it just you have demand, and you got to realize what you know your clientele is looking for, and I assume there's a little bit of that, but I mean... Definitely. Like, yeah, I mean, that. we definitely... You come to Udapils and you can feel the theme, right? It's European style, mm-hmm. German styles. Um, you know, we have a Czech Pilsner, but if you didn't know it was Czech, you'd just say, it's another German style beer, right? Um, and there are people who come to a tap room and they want an IPA. So, right. Well, but from a, from a business standpoint, it, it just makes a tremendous amount of sense to, to do that, in, in my opinion anyway, because... You know, typically when you're going to a, a, a tap room like you guys at Udapils, I'm going to go there with a couple of friends or I'm going to meet a couple of people and all of us drink completely different styles of beers. I just drink whatever's going to be there in front of me because I pretty much like all styles of beer. But I can tell when, you know, there's got to be the hop heads that are going to want to go there and want, give me something super bitter, super hoppy. And, you know, th- so it just makes, it just makes business sense. To yeah. do a beer like that. I mean, and, you know, uh, the I, the IPA breweries, right, are doing the same thing in reverse, right? So yeah. they might have um, five different IPAs or pale ales, um, you know, and but then they've also got some lighter styles or they're doing a Kolsch or they're doing a Pilsner or a Hellas Lager, um, right? So they're mixing it up, too. Like- all of them, it seems like, you know. You go <laughs> well, it's in, everybody else. Well, and then no, we, I just, it just we, seems like yeah. every brewery, like, I'll go in and, like, one that I won't see, like, on the shelf or for retail sales will typically be that Pilsner or Hellas maybe. You know, oftentimes that checks a box with people that, you know, aren't crazy about beer, want something lighter drinking, uh, even though they can, you know, definitely be full-flavored. Um, but they'll just look for that lighter beer. Sure. And it certainly seems like a lot of brewers and a lot of other industry people are definitely lager enthusiasts. Yeah. And so we've struck a little bit of a chord, I think, with just the industry to a certain degree. Um, but the IPA is wonderful too. I love hoppy beer as well. Yeah, it's 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 it, I I talk about like palate fatigue sometimes. You know, you just kind of drinking IPAs all the time. You know, technically you're 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 tongue will stop 
tasting that as well after a period of time of just being barraged with that. So again, kind of make, keeping that mix, moderation, trying different beers and tasting them for what they are. I think you can get more out of all the beers that you're drinking if you kind of try some of these different styles and see why, you know, these are being brewed because, you know, these the, the fest beers, I mean, go so well with kind of traditional foods, a lot of different um, options there, that food that will go really well with uh, that kind of, you know, once you get out of the super hot weather and you can have some warm food or something like that, and the fast beer goes really well with that. Well, and I have, you know, had the opportunity to pitch some, you know, very nice restaurants in town, and that's exactly the tack I take is like, you know, this Pilsner or this Kolsch will stay out of the way of your Michelin star winning chef's food that he's preparing. And, <laughs> right. You know, so this isn't a... He works so hard on the food and then you right. give him uh, <laughs> right. 100 IBUs, it's like, I didn't taste any of the food. I just know right, what precisely. Centennial tastes like now. <laughs> and, they, and they responded, so it was cool. We've gotten some cool placements because of that very reason. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Because you get, what, what style of, you know, if you're, because I always get asked this, if I'm going to have this kind of dish, well, and start it with Quam, because Quam's the guy that <laughs> yeah. always starts those wars. Uh, but, you know, for, for for German style, you know, I always picture, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going sausage, I'm going kraut, because I, that's that's what I love. Fair more potatoes. Oh, yeah. bring it on. That's exactly what I want to eat, you know. But it, but it is funny when you say that, Tom, about, about pairing something that you're not even tasting it, because, like you were mentioning, the IBUs are off the charts or whatever, so... Some poor bastard that's been cooking all day, and now, yeah. now, now it's all lost. Yeah, maybe these guys have some specific answers. I kind of just think in general terms where it's not so much like, you know, your specific dish, your beef stroke. I can't even think of a specific dish right off the top of my head. But like something, no, I want like sauerkraut. Like a, like a Thanks set, a lot, Tom. A set plate. I'm just kind of thinking of, you know, the richness of, say, a sausage or something like that. You have that fat. And, you know, you put that in a bun because you want to kind of counteract that. Well, this beer kind of does a similar thing thing. with the malt and the chewiness there. It just kind of plays well and kind of they go back and forth and you can kind of enjoy both of them to a a little bit fuller extent. I I don't know if you guys have any specific pairings that you've kind of thought about for any of the beers. I don't know. Not really. I mean, we don't. Well, (laughs) There's one that just popped in my head, but I can't talk about it yet. <laughs> sure. That's all right. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, I I would whenever I'm in the mood for a certain beer or like we're having a certain thing at dinner, I guess I don't really think about yeah. what it is I'm having at home. Um just I don't get hung up on, you yeah. know, hey, this goes with that or this goes with that. Um if I'm gonna enjoy it, yeah. the beer or the food separately. Um, you can put them together. I can, yeah. I, <clears throat> I have a very general, you know, I think you're right. It's, you know, it, it's just a very general thing. I can't tell you one specific dish to drink with one specific beer, although right. our friends down the road or we had a couple beers before we got here, they excel at that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. I just am more like if the food is something you're focused on, maybe focus on a lighter beer. If, yeah. you know, if you got some spicy thing and you want to go nuts and drink a double IPA, but yeah. it really, it's like art, right? I mean, it's up to the, it's the eye of the beholder right. Right. Well, at right. the end of the day. That is an underrated part of these pairings because you could do anything between those two. You could have the same dish. You could have like a, th- a spicy Thai food with an IPA or a Pilsner and they would do different things and they were kind of, um, you know, make a, a slightly different 
uh, overall vibe for the meal, but they they both work in you know just slightly different ways. So it's Are, up to what you're what you're feeling like. All right, so I, uh, back back to Uda Pills itself. How, how long now? How long has the tap room been open? Because I, I I'm trying to place the date. And it's escaping me right now. Uh, February 2017. So okay. about two and a half years. Wow. Okay. I was I wasn't thinking it was two years, but but okay, cool. And yeah. it's obviously gone very well. The city's been great to work with. I have to imagine. <laughs> it's been going very well, um, and it seems to be getting busier and busier all the time. That's cool. Yeah, tap rooms really. I mean, especially with the addition of the beer garden, it's. Uh, it's gotten so much better. And events too. Do you guys do a lot of events out so we, there? We now actually have a new event space. Did you know this? Yeah, I thought I thought <laughs> I said something on Twitter. Prepped? I don't know. Um, I know. I'm I'm like wow. Uh, no, we have uh, we have a garage. It's funny. It used to be like. Um, like a hoarder's garage, like <laughs> leftover uh, parts from construction or anything that didn't have a home in the brewery, we put into this warehouse space, and it was cluttered and Maybe unusable. We use it for <laughs> oh, I mean, we were using it for something, um, but not to its fullest potential. And uh, Dan and Deb honestly had vision for this space, so Dan and Deb, uh, founders, owners, and said, hey, we can turn this into a private event space and, you know, maybe there's a wedding in the tap room and you want to keep the bar open down here on a random day or vice versa. Maybe somebody has a small event or a corporate event or a daytime thing where you just want to have a business meeting and do a PowerPoint and mm -hmm. drink beer. Um, we now have a space that's that's perfect for that. Um, and it's been great. I mean, it is regularly booked. Um, I believe you can go to our website, so udapillsbrewing.com, and there's an event space uh, reservation page. And well, yeah. you remember we talked about sorry the 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 wedding thing, the the renewal of vows. Oh Did yeah, you done that. You guys, do you guys? So that's was that part a of deal? that's part of our Oktoberfest okay. celebration. So we've done that twice. So each time we've done the Oktoberfest. Party at Uda Pills. Um, so you're marrying hundreds of people over again? Well, maybe not hundreds. But hundreds, but dozens. like 50? I don't know. Yeah, dozens. That's pretty good. Um, That's it's pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, you know, like a real, like ordained person. Um, non-denominational. Yeah, non-denominational, right? Just When do you guys typically do that? So it's happening this Saturday. Uh, so our Oktoberfest event is this weekend, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But Saturday is really the big day. And... I think noon is the noon is on Saturday. Noon on Saturday. Okay, that's the twenty first. Yes. Um, that's the vow renewal ceremony. Um, so just show up. Uh, you can RSVP, and we'll give you like a vow renewal certificate. This is signed, how you get to the, signed by this me. This is how you get to the the brewery on a beautiful Saturday. Take your, you take your. I think it's a. Yeah. I think hey, it's a ten or I'm ten romantic. or or something. You know what I mean? Here, it's I tell you what. Before we open, Tom, saw, I'm going to hand you my phone. Um, and why don't you uh, run that by the bride and, and yeah. see where that uh, see where that gets me? I, Hi, I would do it in a heartbeat. This is Chris. Yeah, want her, just say want to renew your vows on Saturday, and then she'll say, "Sure, that'd be lovely." Yeah. And then I'll say, "It's at the brewery." Just say, "You're out of your mind." No, it's in the, this picturesque. No, but my wife doesn't drink. That's only a problem. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's the only hurdle I would need to Does overcome. Does she like bratwurst? Not really. Pretzels. I see. So you're you're you're. 
You're so, music. You sold me. I'd be there in a heartbeat. We have a fine local kombucha available. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. So that's this Saturday at noon, you this, said. This Saturday at noon. That's cool. And, yeah. it, and people need to sign up ahead of time? No, or? no. You can just show up and uh, participate. But if uh, I, I believe if you give us a heads up, we will print a certificate, a fancy-looking Oh, look at that. Wedding. Re- renewal vows. Uh, One couple yeah. at a time. Ooh, yeah. Bills. Like yeah. No, Doing all at part. the same time. It's a, That's cool. It's like a mass renewal. No, know? I meant like yeah, we're, yeah. we're bringing in yeah, one yeah, couple at a time. Yes, That's how we're going to grow the brand at Uda Pills. Odapillsbrewing.com uh, is the website. And as as Tom mentioned earlier, uh, two tastings per usual. It's the double <laughs> beer show featured tasting um, this Friday. That'd be tomorrow. Uh, this Friday, from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location, and that is at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis. And this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake store, and that's Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And this is cool. This is a really cool feature that you guys do every single week. And so it's you can a, have a, We'll have a mini little Oktoberfest. If you can't make it down to the brewery, you you stop in White Bear, you have some Oktoberfest. Maybe we'll get some pretzels out. We'll see. This is all... A work in work in progress. I'm just thinking out loud. So, real serious question: When do you when do you typically start getting requests for Oktoberfest style of beer? And don't please don't tell me it's in June because that's going to just make me mad. Well, there are a few of those. Um, Seriously, eh, it's usually August. Okay. Yeah, and I mean a lot of them start coming out in August too. But yeah, well, you see them at the fair for, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's certainly a time in August where you're like, oh dang, yeah, that's coming up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But you know, enjoying the style and and just rolling with it, it takes a little bit of that edge off of losing summer, and, and especially when we're getting weather like this. I mean, who knows in Minnesota? It could be uh, summer like for. Couple more. You weeks. could have the heat on one day, and the next day the AC's cranked. Yes, yeah, seriously, yeah. it's not. But it's funny because you you know my rule, but I always say, and I, even though I did somewhat violate it at the yeah, at the state it. fair this year, I, I I say to myself, I'm not drinking Oktoberfest until after Labor Day. <laughs> But then, of course, an Oktoberfest was set in front of me at the State Fair, and I drank it. And it's delicious. And it's wonderful because it's a wonderful style of beer. Um, All right, so if people want to find out more information about you guys, uh, everything Oudapil's brewing-related, they can find that all uh, on on the website. But also, uh, give us those social media handles for you guys, too. Oh, good question. We should have brought Ken. (laughs) Twitter is at Oudapil's Brewing. I don't Facebook, so I have no clue what to Facebook. So Uda, maybe more importantly, Instagram too. Oudipils I like all the Instagram stuff. U T E P I L S. I always love hearing people try to pronounce it for the first time. Oh, yeah. As a guy that butchered it for the first time when he had. see, you can enjoy that. The poor guy at the 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 poor bartender or whatever. <laughs> like the per- person that answers the phone over at Udapils has got to be tired of that. What do you mean? <clears throat> oh. Yeah, the same joke over and over again. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I wasn't a, following you, and I didn't have any we, idea we where you're going. It at the end of the day. As long as, as, long as yeah. people, it's on their brain. I don't really care how. They <laughs> it reminds me, it's kind of Lagunitas. They yeah. they made it work. Right on. Right. Lagunitas. Awesome. Hey guys, thanks so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, thanks for, for commenting. Really, and continued success. You guys are really kicking butt over there. So keep it up. Okay. Cheers. Thank you. Much appreciated. And Tom, you are the best. Uh, and if people want to find out more information about Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, both locations, you guys are also all over social media, and you can find out more at elevatedbws.com. 
com. Yeah, if you want to go there, if you want to just buy the beer for six ninety nine and have it delivered, you can go to elevated.shop and check us out online, get it delivered. We have not even mentioned the app yet today, sir. We need to touch on that. Or, Delivery service. Or go to, yeah, Play or uh, iOS and download the app, and you get all the products, including Utapels. They're, the fe- they're on the feature right now, so they're on the front page with that six ninety nine deal, so you'll see that right away. Uh, and if you're on your phone or at home on the desktop, just elevated.shop. Fantastic. That'll get you going. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Talk to you again next week. And if you want more information, find it out online right now at the Beer Show page at scorenorth.com. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. This is the Beer Show.